Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. Asia Corinne joins me here on the show here tonight. Asia, how's everything going? Congratulations on all your music releases. True Love available on all platforms. It's going crazy. All the DJs are spinning them. The homage to the the great Mary J. Blige, flipping it in your own way. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about the record? Everything going for you so far in 2023? Let's get into it. How's, how's everything? I mean, everything is great, man. I appreciate all the love, all the support that I'm getting from from this record. Um, I'm just, I'm just grateful. Yeah, when you got, you got to do another remix here in the future. How to feel to actually get Mary J to do the record with you? And that's my goal. That's yeah. My, you know, it's funny because I already, I, I originally, I, I had already did this song. And then I just came back out and did it again with another. Producer. Did it again? That's right. Because when I did my research on you, I heard you talking in old clips that because you you had it played then. So yeah, that's sneaky. Yeah. So we, we you know we redid it, and it wasn't even planned like that. The producer that I linked up with this time, he just was like he you know he had a beat and he played it, and I'm like, wow, I already did this song, but let's do it again. So. Yeah. See, you teach a lot to artists out here now because I always feel like there's so many records because we live in the, the space now where everything, everyone has the attention span of like two seconds. Always try to re-release a record you feel as though that's going to pop for you if it didn't in the past. If you feel as though it's going to pop, try re-releasing it. Try remaking it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's I think that's a really great idea. And especially when it's not planned and it, and it works. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but talk to me about your life story of growing up in Baltimore and because I know your influences are pretty much yourself Chris Brown's a huge influence and and your brother I, I heard about my condolences and because he was someone that told you to express yourself in your music but but talk to me about coming up in Baltimore trying to break out in the music scene from there man um it was a process of yeah. course um I honestly used everything that I had going on around me, like all the negatives and everything. And I just allowed that to push me to, to become greater. That's what, you know, that's what my movement is called. Um, guided by flaws. That's what that's all about. Guided by being guided by flaws, being using every negative that you have around you to push you to be something greater. So that's, you know, that's, that's where that came from. But I started off singing on the street through throughout the whole city. Um, and then from there I went to performing like, Throwing short clips on Instagram. This I think I believe this is before it was one minute. I think this is around the time when it was like 30 seconds or something like that. So I would do short clips on Instagram of like remixes and I would call them A mix. And I just started going going crazy on Instagram like that. Yeah. What was it? Over like twenty thousand views in forty eight hours? Is that what it was? It went it went crazy for you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just learned about and you bought a microphone too. When you were on the street singing, I heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had a, I, I got a mic. I got a, um, I had a generator, <clears throat> and I would literally post up on every corner throughout Baltimore and perform. You know, and that's 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 where I started at. So everybody back home, they already know. Asia Karen, yeah, that's that girl that used to be singing on the street. They already know. <laughs> No, that's the that's the real organic way of making it. And, and now, when you're out there, were people giving you tips and stuff, or were they giving you money while you were singing? Because that's that's the that's the the key factor right there. Yeah, well, they they tried to, but it really, I really wasn't doing it for the money. I was really no. doing it for love. You know what I'm saying? I love making people feel good with my voice, and that was my escape. So, you know, it wasn't really for the money, but people definitely have tried for sure. Like, you know, they see somebody gifted as as I am, and they just show love. 
Now, were there any executives out there? Because I know when you went to a show later down the line, because you won a contest in, in 21 Savages, DJ was there. It, it, were there any executives that, because I've heard all about these R&B artists from the 90s and their stories of singing in the subways and stuff, and an executive will find them or some producer that has all these connections. Was there anyone that heard you singing out there on the streets of Baltimore that was connected? Um, when it come, When it came to singing on the streets, no. I didn't know what I was never like found directly, you know, me singing on the street and then the executive walked out. Nah, but I did win um, the Made in DMV um, showcase. I did win that. And it was, I, you know, I made connections with a uh, key. That's not his, that's not 21 Savage's DJ, but that's, that was his manager at the time. That was his manager. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full people's genuine. Yeah. So yeah. That's big. Time. Are you still connected with with his manager, his old manager? Um, I haven't talked to her in a, in a long time, but yeah, I know. You know, if I reach out, I'm sure it wouldn't be. You know, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. What's your situation right now? Because I, I, I when I look on on Apple Music, Asia Corinne is what's listed for for the record label purposes. You're independent right now. Are you looking for a deal, or are you currently just staying the course and just building up the independence? Uh, well, right now I'm just building up my independence. I'm I'm not totally against you know, a situation, if it, if it comes by and it makes sense for me, but of course it has to make sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to jump on anything. I, I understand my worth. So, um, right now it's just me and my manager and my family and we just going hard, just trying to put it together. That's big time. Now, how did you find your manager? How did you and your manager come to be? Well, he is, he's from my city as well. And, um, we both live here in Atlanta. We, we've been knowing each other for some years now and we kind of just, it kind of like just in sync, like, you know, we, I understand that he understands certain aspects of how to get me in certain rooms and, you know, the certain, certain things that I needed, I needed help with in, in, in as far as getting seen and, you know, getting shows and all those things. So I was like, okay, it makes sense for me to rock out with you. And then, you know, we just push it. We just try to push it as much as we can. How was that transition to Atlanta? Because that's news to me. Because when I, I heard in some older interviews, I think you were still out in Baltimore. So how, how was that transition? Because I, I think this is something that's really going to help you out going out. That's like the music mecca right now. Yeah. Um, the transition was good. It was good. Um, it, well, it was hard in the beginning. At first, yeah. I, I, was home, I was about to go home a couple of times. I was like, man. Homesick. <laughs> yeah. No, not even homesick. It just that it, it started again. It was hard. Okay. Was- yeah. Because, you know, down south is a little different than up north. So coming from 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 up north and you you in a whole nother city, you don't know nobody, you, you know, you just dream chasing like it's it's a lot that comes with it. But it was it was hard. But, I you know, I kept pushing out. I'm here. Um, yeah. Going good for myself. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm happy to hear that. It- why is it so difficult, you think, for an artist to break out of Baltimore? Because I, I do know that Drew Hill's from there, because when Drew Hill and Cisco, they were all getting the start at the Fudgery. Have you been there? I think the Fudgery closed years ago. It was in the, the harbor. That's where Drew Hill was performing and how they got spotted, actually. But how come it's so difficult for artists to come out of Baltimore, you think? Well, I mean, I mean, we come from a hard, a tough city. So, you know, most of the time I feel like we're overlooked because because of the reputation of our city. You know, it's a lot of talented and gifted people keep people in Baltimore, you know, but um, because of the reputation over the years, I just feel like we just go, we get overlooked. But lately, I, it seems like it's been a lot of light shedding on the city lately. 
Yeah. Reeking the Menace is, is an artist that's blowing up from there. You, you yourself, you're doing your thing. So we have a movement going here with newer artists. So hopefully this can get booming for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot. It's a lot more artists. Um, a lot, uh, you know, a couple more singers that I know. Actually, you, um, a couple rappers, um, Tay Wilson. Yeah, all, all of these people. Yeah, Tony Terrell, everybody. Like all of us, we coming up. We coming up. It's a lot more. I appreciate all of y'all too. But it's a lot of us. Y'all gonna see us? <laughs> you know, you will. A singer with a rapper flow. That's that's you right there. You've always preached that. Chris Brown's the main influence. What is it about Chris Brown you think that speaks to you out of all the other R&B artists the most? Well, I mean, I've always liked Chris Brown because, one, he has a raspy voice just like me. Okay. The little raspy, he has that raspy sound. You know, of course, it's more manlier and all of that in the man voice, but he still has that same raspy in his swag. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just swag. He just got swag with him. So, yeah, I just like his vibe. Always did. That's one of my, that's, that's only one of my influences. Um, I have another one, Tory Lanez, top tier. Tory yeah. Lanez. It, you know, I, I, cause I know he's so controversial right now. I know people are all the cancel culture and all that crap, but it, do, do you think that his music will still live on and, and people, are we going to be able to enjoy his music at the end of the day? Cause of everything that's going on. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm not, I don't really get wrapped, wrapped up in <laughs> So I pray, you know, I pray that he, you know, I pray that his situation ends up, you know, what it needs to be for him. But musically, he is a great artist. And, you know, I just I love his music for sure. Versatile. I know he the 80s album he released to alone at prom. Yeah, he 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 has the the game on lock, in my opinion, as far as creativity. I know people compare. They they say Chris Brown's the new Michael Jackson. I, I I agree with it from the standpoint of okay, I get he's this generational, he's the top guy in R and B. But what is it that you think that people go right to Michael Jackson for the comparison about Chris Brown? Um, I think it's the combination of him being an entertainer as far as dancing, you know, dancing and the singing, like the combination of it. You know what okay. I'm saying? You got some people that can sing, you got some people that can dance, but it's not a lot of people that can do both at a level so I, I feel like that's where you know the comparison comes in at yeah because when you start throwing a name like michael jackson around i start thinking of the thriller off the wall all these iconic albums and i'm like well well, I, well chris browns he's got some classic albums fame you know he's got he's got a couple right there exclusives right it's just it's so difficult i think because when we compare michael jackson we look at him he's when you think of the greatest artist of all time it's probably him in most cases, but for you, it's Chris Brown. So yeah. <laughs> one of those greatest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how do you feel about the state of R and B in 2023? Um, I feel like it's, it could be in a better space. Um, there's a lot of R and B artists out here. That's, that's, that's doing great. You know, um, Jazzy, I'm a, I'm actually a fan of hers. Um, but I feel like I feel like it's a little overlooked. I don't know if it's because of the generation right now. I don't really know what it is. I don't know if it's society. I don't know what's going on. But I definitely feel like R and B is overlooked right now. Yeah, no, it it, it definitely is because I always say it because hip hop it's so 
all over the place because I'm a big lyrical guy, especially up from the New York City area. I grew up off a of G unit and all that stuff. And I'm critical when hip hop comes out today. I get you got some great rappers that can rap over the trap beats and all that. It's not the same where R&B it is overlooked because I think you have great artists such as yourself. You have SZA out there. SZA is doing her thing. It's reminiscent of 90s R&B, early 2000s. So, yeah, the R&B definitely isn't getting brought up as much as it should be. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Absolutely. What, what would you say the stage that you're you're trying you're in right now that you're fighting to get to the next level? Because everyone always has their battles that they're fighting. You look back on this time period now and a couple months, maybe a couple years down the road when you're when you're looking at your journey and how far you come. What what are you fighting right now to to get towards that? Is it the the exposure, the the label deal? Because I know you said that you're you're open to it, but what would you say is your current battle? Um, it's definitely the exposure. exposure. It's definitely um. Just being seen by 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 the right people and more people, because a lot of times I feel like I'm I'm just underrated because I'm just not being seen by the right people. Um, it's definitely that, but two, just being able to take out the part of you know having to actually work a job and all of that and still have to chase a dream like I wanted to just be like I just wake up every morning and chase my dream like I'm wake up I'm waking up every morning I'm singing you know what I'm saying I'm I'm making music you know so that's you know that's that's the fight right there yeah and and it relates because I relate to a lot of that and 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 I have a lot of respect for people who work on the side as well as chase their dream but it it gets discouraging when you're working a job on the side because they treat you like crap they treat you like garbage and you see other people who are just getting off and popping like that out of nowhere. And it's like, well, I'm more talented than them. How come I'm not getting on? You know what I mean? So I, I get what you're saying. I 100% get it. But she ain't nice. This was an important release for your career because you were making a lot of noise in your city. Mm. And you felt as though you weren't getting the respect. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, a lot of people know me in my city, but... When it comes to the music aspect of it, I feel like I definitely get overlooked a lot. But I appreciate all the love that I do get from my city, you know, because a lot of people do show love, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about it? Because is there a bitter taste a little bit? Because uh, with that message, with with that release, would you go back once you blow up eventually? Would you go back to, to Baltimore? Yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, to reach out and help? help Yeah, to reach out and help. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Like I'm, like I say all the time, like um, Baltimore is what made me. Like that's mm-hmm. where I'm born and raised. Like you know, I can't, I can't get away from that. No, no matter where I move to, like that's where I'm from. That's that's in my blood. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I would definitely go back and uh, help people for sure. Once I get to that point to be able to do so. I think one of the goals for you too, you got to get in the celebrity all star game for basketball. I heard, I heard you can hoop. <laughs> yeah, I can hoop a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, B Triple C. Yeah. Yeah. I heard yeah. about it. 2013, 2015. That's that was your career. What was the highlight? Is there a certain highlight that you can remember? A certain game that you were really taking over in? Um no, not really. I don't remember all of that stuff. But I was really, I was we we had a really good team. We, you know, yeah, shout out to B Triple C and Coach Owens. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that, that and you also fit in this lane too in a certain way because i know people are always like oh basketball rappers but you played so you can count that you're your own r&b basketball player 
Right. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people didn't even know that I, that I, that I, you know, could sing at first when I played basketball. Wow. So when they, when, when my teammates found out, they was like, you need to be singing. You need to, yeah. you need to And, you know, later on down the line, I started singing. So, yeah. I mean, I've been singing, but I started taking it serious, you know? So. Yeah, you, you were singing at a young age. And then as soon as it was the end of 2016, that's when it really, the gears kicked in. Um, yeah, that's when I really started taking it serious. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. But I knew I could sing around when I was like 11, something like that. 11. And when did the recording process start? Because I know everything with SoundCloud was taken off then. So when did the, the recording really take off? Because I know you bought your microphone, but when the the real recording started, when you started to really hit the studios? Uh, 2017. 2017. 17, yeah, that was, yeah, that was around the time. Because, yeah, that was around the time when I released She Ain't Nice. So yeah. it was you know, that was that was my first album anyway. So yeah. yeah. Around that time. Um I recorded a couple A mixes before then, but for the most part, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how was the the response to She and Ice? Did you get the respect then? Did you feel as though you got it? Uh, I mean, I got love, but you got love. You no, know, yeah, like people showed me love, but when it when it came to like, you know, the people that could, I guess invite me out to perform at the bigger, you know, bigger showcases and shows and stuff. I just felt like I was overlooked when it came to, to stuff like that. But um, a lot of people in the city knew who I was. They knew, they, you know, they know my name and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, underdogs always gonna come out on top. I ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah th- th- that's a fact. Is, is there someone's story that you relate to that w- what you've gone through so far? Is there someone out there in the industry that, that the story relates to yours? Mm, no, nah, not really. I'm me. Um, you know, I ain't, I, I can't relate to nobody else's story. I'm, I just, you know, I'm guided by flaws. That's me. Mm, guided by flaws. Yeah. No, th- that's unique. I never, that's definitely a key phrase right there. That's going to take you far. You you think that we kind of pay for the certain things that we do down the line, like certain actions, things we say to people, do you think they kind of hold us back and which why we're not further than we should be? Because you say guided by flaws. Mm, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm saying God about flaws because of the reasons that I just told you a little while ago when I just said um, everything that I've been through, everything that I've surrounded myself with, that I was surrounded by back in Baltimore, you know, all the negative things that come with being in poverty is what guided me. So that's what okay. God about God about flaws. You know what I'm saying? I'm using, I'm t- taking all the negatives and all the bad stuff and turning it into something great. That's what that means. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's a flip. No, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I know there's definitely, there's, I've had conversations with people who are like, well, if you do this to a person, that action comes like people say karma, you know, if you do certain things, the karma will come back to bite you. And I know people are, are cautious on how they move in the industry because a lot of it is tests when you see if you want success or not. So if you have to handle a certain situation and you go a negative way about it, it comes back to haunt you. Right. No, yep. but, no, but that's interesting though. What do you have on the way here as far as performances? The summer taking off. You, you ready to hit the stages here for the summer? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, my manager's actually working on getting me in some performances um actually soon. We we have a, a performance coming up soon for the coalition DJs. So that's the next um uh, the next thing that we're doing. Oh, that's fire. This is all gonna be throughout Atlanta. Are you looking to take things outside of Atlanta going on the road? Oh yeah, for sure. Um I have a lot of Supporters in like Texas, um, of course, back home, um, Baltimore, Philly, 
Delaware, DC, you know, a lot of people. Oh, I got some fans in uh California too. So, oh yeah, you gotta get out to Cali. Yeah, they love me. Bay shout out to the Bay Area. They love me. Listen, when I, I, I had released a song called Save Me, it was a remix to Meek Mill Save Me. And when that dropped, the Bay Area was rocking with me heavy. They they was rocking with me. You gotta get out there. I'm telling you, the, the warm weather, everything. I mean, Atlanta's warm. You gotta get out to LA. That's that's yeah. where the stars are too. Yeah, I know. I just was out there uh last month. Oh yeah, how was it? It was cool. It was it was, it was pretty. I went out there for some writing stuff, some writing sessions and stuff like that. Now, do you, would you consider doing some ghostwriting for artists? I know ghostwriting. I use it loosely because that's more for for hip hop. But have you thought about being a songwriter for other artists? Yeah, I have. I've already done that, actually. Um, I'm not against it, but uh, right now I'm just focused on pushing myself as an artist. I'd rather, you know, take those those chances on myself. Yeah, and get those hit records, because if you write that hit record for someone else, you'll regret it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that too, but... Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot in this pen. I ain't really worried about that. <laughs> no, exactly. There's a lot on the way. But like you said, you you came out with True Love. You, it was already out years ago. Re-released it. Did your own thing there. What's on the way as far as an EP, album? I know people are going to be looking for that. Yeah, well, um, well, for, True Love is not really a re-release. It was like a remake, kind of. Remake. Yeah, but um, I'm about to drop another single. It's called Call On Me. Call That's calling on me. Um, it's gonna be fire. Great follow up song at the Tree Love. Uh, it's gonna show that I'm very versatile. And yeah, I'm 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 just right now. My strategy is to just drop singles, drop singles, drop singles. Get everybody paying attention. And then you know, once everybody's really locked in and paying attention, then we're gonna drop some projects on me. Drop some more. And it's gonna go on from there. Asia Corinne, is there anything else you want to let your fans know? Anything else that you have on the way that we can talk about? Nah, man, I appreciate y'all. I love all of y'all. Keep tuning in. Keep turning up with me. We going up this year. Absolutely. They can follow you on Instagram at Asia underscore Corinne. Yes. And how about Twitter, TikTok, all the other platforms too? For sure. Shout out to L Nice. Shout out to everybody, you know what I'm saying, that connected me with you. Yeah. Awesome. Shout out to L Nice. Shout out to him, one of the realists in the industry. He's definitely got an eye for talent and you're next up for sure. You, you heard him. I only heard that one song. That was yeah. it because we just got connected literally like an hour ago. I heard the <laughs> one song and he was playing it on his live too. Cause I know he does the music reviews and I heard it a couple weeks ago. And I said that that's fire. Cause you flip, you, you did your own thing and paid homage to Mary J Blige in your own way. So yeah, yeah for sure. Shout out to Cole Savage. You know, he produced that and co-wrote on that. So yeah, we, we turned it up. We're going up this year. Yeah, no, I could see it. Only big things are on the way. Asia Corinne, thank you for coming on the show. Anytime you have anything you need to promote, you're always welcome back on. For sure. Thank you. I appreciate you. No doubt. Take care. Stay safe. All right. You too. Yeah.